0: Welcome to episode 29 of Always Listening. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel, and we are Always Listening. On this episode of Always Listening, we're going to be discussing the language of bromance. Uh, and this is a, a, a Joel-hosted episode. Are you Are you excited about your day off here? I am
1: always excited for a Joel-hosted episode.
0: You know, I thought about this the other day. I don't know about you, but I really love coming in when we're recording an episode where you are the featured uh, sort of of speaker because it's like—
1: And so do our listeners.
0: Yeah, they do. But I haven't had to do any research. I haven't had to do any work. And you bring me a new podcast. It's so much fun, so I will do that for you today, Josh. Today I bring you The Language of Bromance. You can find it, and our dear listeners can find it, at languageofbromance.com. Uh, Richard and Sean are the hosts, and you know I got to meet these guys, actually, at uh, Podcast Movement this year, Josh. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. We we should have met them. We were supposed to bump into them last year at Podcast Movement when we all went to Dallas, and it just didn't happen. Uh, but Richard and Sean were there in Chicago. We bumped into each other shortly after they had been lucky enough to run into Kevin Smith, and that's actually what uh, the the three of us sort of commiserated about. They are, like you and I... Kevin Smith fans were back in the day. They listened to Smodcast early on, and Smodcast was an uh, inspiration for them to start their show. What is this show, and what's it about? It's about an hour to an hour and a half per episode. Regularity, it comes in weekly, and this is the coolest thing about this podcast, truthfully, in my opinion. They have not missed an episode in more than two years now. That's impressive Right? I mean, you and I know exactly how impressive that truthfully is Now, I'm not sure what their family situation is So, you know, if they're two single guys, which it's possible that they are I think they're a little bit younger than us uh, You know, maybe that makes it a little bit easier But even in the best of circumstances If
1: they are two single guys, then maybe they should miss an
0: episode (laughs) Even in the best of circumstances It's really, really hard to get an episode out every week So kudos to them on that The show is, I think in very many ways, it is similar to some other shows that we've done in the past. It reminds me in some ways of like Blurry Photos and Mysterious Universe uh, even just a little bit, in that it is a couple of guys talking about a topic and bringing information and and imparting that information, but around that information is a lot of nonsense and humor. It's an Uh, infocast. Yes, it is an infocast, but... This one leans into the entertainment side of it and leans into the goofus uh, side of it. These guys are pretty funny. As and opposed they... to the gallant side of it. Indeed, indeed. This is the goofus, not gallant. Listen to uh, this as an example, for instance. This is uh, We're going to talk about host-like here. This will give you a good example of exactly the rapport that these guys have and the way that they interact. This is Sean and Richard from Language of Bromance.
2: You know what? There's two things that you should never talk about with people, and that's politics and religion there's three things you should never talk about with people: it's politics
3: and religion and your secret feelings for each other <laughs> uh, that's why you just send secret notes to each other and not sign it yeah hang on i got a text okay uh i hate anonymous texts what's it say um there's a lot of x's and o's does that mean hugs and kisses yeah, yeah, those are hugs and kisses for me. I mean, those are—I, I think those are what that means—is hugs and kisses. Oh my God, we need to start this over. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you don't talk about politics, and we've we've talked about politics before. It's it's a topic that we that I think we skirt around, like yeah, we, but- da- we dance
2: around it, but we never formally ask it out. Like, we sit down with it and we have a soda, but we don't put a hand on politics thigh. <laughs>
3: We don't. We we just flirt, right. casually flirt we're with not, politics. Yeah, we're not we're not forward. Because last time we talked about politics was uh, the the guy who was running for mayor as Darth Vader.
2: Right, and how can you not talk about that? And honestly, I
3: think everybody is very glad that somebody did. So I want to talk about. The New Zealand general election of 1984. And I know, Richard, you're going to say 1984? Yeah, this is this is pre-Lord of the Rings New Zealand. So this is before anybody cared. Yeah, exactly. And it's 1984. I mean, everybody says the 80s were awesome. I disagree because I was only there for four years, and I didn't see
2: Not a single Hobbit to
3: be found. <laughs> so... You know, it's like, oh my god, so this is history class? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Well, basically, we're just talking about the the gist of this and making fun of it for an hour.
2: And also, what's wrong with history class? I loved history class.
3: We've learned a lot from history. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't put
2: gun parts in your pocket and pick flowers and also
0: put them in your pocket. So... Frankly, if you're someone who listens to their podcasts on a strict timeline, this show is not going to be for you because they do, they do let it ramble.
1: Well, I, uh, I would have to hear more clips. Sure. Because I, um, it seems like they always have it. They're always on. They always have it turned up. Right. So, for example, there tends to be podcasts like that that I don't enjoy, like Entrepreneur on Fire. Mm. Right. Can't can't dig it. Coming hot and throwing yes. heat at you
0: for but it, yes,
1: right. And again, if if what you're talking about, and maybe that's just the way they're showing their passion for doing the the episode. I'm sure it is. Um, but to listen to somebody excitedly or explain something for thirty minutes to an hour that's amped up is very difficult to listen to.
0: It's almost. Uh and I hadn't really thought about that in listening to this show, but to hear you say it, I can see how you might think that. And as I'm listening- And I've only, this, I've only heard that clip. Yeah, that one- That's all I've heard. But but I'm, I'm thinking over all of the episodes that I've listened to, and I've listened to probably five or six total. This is a show that I have listened to even in the past. I listened to their anniversary episode a few years ago, or a year ago. Um I would say that they do often bring it at a fairly high level of enthusiasm and, and, like, excitement throughout the podcast. It might be— But that needs to be, like, 30% of a podcast, man. Well, sure, sure. But it, it occurs to me that it's almost like, it's almost like um, if you were, you know, shooting a bow, a bow and arrow, and so, like, you draw the bow back and you've got it in the stress position, and then you just held it there for 45 minutes or an hour. Like, that's they're holding you in that elevated... I want to ask you a very candid question right now. Sure. Until your
1: boys started Boy Scouts, did you know
0: diddly about bows and arrows, buddy? I did. In fact, my father is a hunter. I grew up shooting bows and arrows. Both regular, like, traditional bows and arrows and also compound bows and arrows where you have the, the, you know, wheel, once you get it past the break point, you're actually not holding very much weight. But even there... You are holding something, and your arm, your muscles are in the, that stressed position. So, like to hold that position all day is tension. It your body has tension in it. That's that was the thing that I was trying to get a. That was the idea that I was trying to get across.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. So, like podcasts are far more interesting when they have levels, mm. and when that type of excitement or that type of uh, amplitude. Um it's peppered in instead of that being like the, and, and, and I don't know, I haven't heard it, but if that's the base, if that's the, their, their, their base level of how they do the show, I don't think it would be something that I could listen to often.
0: Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Absolutely. Uh Here's Okay, here's an example of well, first of all, this is an intro to the show and this would give you a good example of the way they intro every show. There's generally like a short skit, skit or sketch that is like uh, a cold open almost hey we we arrive in the middle of a scene and then that scene plays out very quickly and we hit the intro music and sometimes that's as short as just like 10 seconds or so here's one good example of that and then after the intro music they begin their conversation and this is actually them at sort of a a, a more normal level they sort of ease into the conversation here here you go
3: look at her richard look at how magnificent she is The most deadly hunter ever created. The most deadly dinosaur ever created. And I did it because I'm a mad scientist. You're mad. You are mad. How can
2: you play God by creating a dinosaur? How, however, did you do this?
3: I just let her listen to this Pod Bros exclusive.
2: What's up, everybody? I'm Richard. And I'm Sean. And we're speaking the language of bromance. Sean, we've learned that war is hell. Ooh, a couple times. Yeah, definitely. Emus, emus are. B- emus are. B- we learned about emus in Australia and they're terrible creatures. But I'm going to move on to another
3: animal, an animal that started a war. You ready? So this is the the animal that launched a thousand ships. Yeah. So I mean, it has to be a beautiful animal, right? Because was who was it? Who was it that launched the thousand ships? What was her name? I don't know. Was she an animal? No, it was the the Battle of Troy or whatever. When the Greeks oh Helen, tra- yeah Helen, Helen of Troy. <laughs> I didn't know that's that. That was a the thing. They like oh we launched a thousand ships. You seriously? Are you, are yeah. you pulling lines from the f- movie? No, I was, I've always heard that. That she was so beautiful when she was kidnapped. She was so beautiful that she was the lady that launched a thousand ships for, uh, for like that Battle of Troy or whatever. And then Brad Pitt showed up. Yeah, he, he, you know, he could launch a thousand ships, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, lady ships. Yeah, well, I was saying because there's a lot of wood on ships, I'm sure. Oh, I was yeah. thinking
2: because they're on the water and water's wet. Uh, I don't get
0: it. No, and
2: you never will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So they're at the end when they when they get into talking about the the war is hell thing. They're not at at the 11 that they were early maybe, but even there they are bringing excitement about the topic. I do think don't you think there's something about hey if I'm going to talk for an hour about these sort of random historical events and these random topics that I'm bringing in, and it's sort of a hodgepodge of things. You have to be excited about it, or you are you may lose your audience, I suppose. No. No. <laughs> still levels. Levels. Hills and valleys. Uh,
1: I don't think Dan Carlin is at an 11 for all 15 I've, I've, hours of one of his episodes.
0: Dan, Dan Carlin's at an 11, like, once ever. Although, I still haven't... Do you, do you listen to Common Sense? So many people have suggested it to me, I haven't listened to his... His politics podcast? No, I, I I'm not if he into podcasts. I mean,
1: I'm not into politics. I'm very into podcasts. <laughs> yes, I'm no, not into I'm, politics.
0: He says the podcast reviewer. I'm not that into podcasts. Um, all right, so that that is your. Uh, host likability and production values, uh, let's talk about the audio quality. It is really pretty solid, as you've seen here from the episodes that I've already given you, the clips that I've given you. It's pretty solid for just two guys that are doing this on their own. This is an independently produced podcast. They don't have a backing team or anything. They are, one leg up that they have, they are local together, so they are recording in the same room as each other like you and I.
1: Yeah, so I don't. Uh, it's getting to the point where I don't think audio quality should be an always discussion
0: should only come up if we have to say nay. Yeah, because because just like almost
1: every possible way you can record isn't it, it does an
0: adequate job. You're getting pretty good these days. That's, that's right. Probably true. Yeah, you're largely true. All right. Well, we we might we might come to retire that as an every show uh, mention uh, then. But uh, it's it's decent. That's what you need to know about the audio quality. So the content itself. All right. As I said, it's it's a humorous take and a humorous uh, delivery system for these little historical tidbits and uh, different topics that the guys come on. Occasionally, they do do drafts for pop culture items. They'll talk about uh, comic book movies. They're big fans of the Marvel movies. Those come up occasionally as topics. But generally, the the clips that you've heard are emblematic of what the show is about. Here is, to me, sort of the quintessential language of bromance story. This was, I thought, exactly what sums up this podcast. If you like this, you're going to like the show. If you didn't enjoy this, you're not going to enjoy the show. Josh, are you familiar with The Great Emu War?
1: Is is this where people went to, or riding emus, or is this where emus were like strapped with bombs and sentenced? I don't know. I don't. I I don't have a
0: how. I don't know. So think think uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, but emus. They're not super intelligent emus necessarily, but uh, several times in this episode, the things that the emus were capable of, and the way that humans reacted to the emus, it would make you think. They were on the verge of, of uh, you know, a evolutionary jump as a species. Listen to this. This is uh, Sean and uh, Richard discussing the Great Emu War of Australia. Of New Zealand.
2: Oh, but we're not done. We are not done with this story. Because now we're going into the second attempt. Okay, so they're going to try this sh- again. Right. <laughs> this is, this, we're going again. After the withdrawal of the military... The emu attacks on crops continued. Well, of course they did. Yeah, well, it's that, free food. Because the emus are like, see, now they're just like they're drunk on power. They're like, we beat the we beat the pink skins everybody, celebrate! <laughs> so it's like it's like the end scene in Return of the Jedi, except instead of Ewoks, they're emus, and they're all like, you know, they're they're banging. You know bongos on military they're banging sticks on military helmets, and they're like, "Oh, let's have a party. They're having a party in farmer in farmer Daggett's crop
3: <laughs> First the wheat fields, and then we'll push them into the ocean and let the sharks finish them off
2: to the
4: beaches.
2: <laughs> Farmers again asked for support, citing the hot weather and drought that brought the that brought emus invading farms in the
3: thousands. <laughs> they, they have them trapped in their homes. <laughs>
2: Please send someone.
3: <laughs> Just peeking through the windows pecking at the window. They've gone
2: they've, they've they've gotten bold now. One's in here eating breakfast with me. I can't tell them to leave.
0: I'm so frightened. Ah, New Zealand, yes. It's the hobbits, uh not uh the kiwi. Uh no,
1: yeah, the kiwis New Zealand too, <laughs>
0: Oh, dang. <laughs> You're so bad at this. Which one is Flight of Concord's from? New Zealand. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the one I like better anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the podcast that they put out in Australia. Uh, so, so, the look, the whole, that whole story, though, that whole story of the Great Emu War was fascinating honest to god it was such an interesting topic and i know there's a lot of other uh, stories that the guys have come across in the history of their two years of doing the show uninterrupted uh that would also bring you that a level of enjoyment uh that is the language of bromance uh, and and That's really all that you need to know about the show. you got to go to their website, languageofbromance.com, if any of this has been uh, fascinating to you. Find out more about Richard and Sean and uh, check out a couple of the episodes. I would strongly suggest that one, episode 84. It is, you know, you and I reviewed early on in our reviewing history, we reviewed a show called What Say You?, and I still listen to what say you. I do not. The four times a year it comes out. Yeah, it's very, very rarely done. But that is a show. Any anybody who I I might hand that show to. I know exactly where to point them to. First, you go to episode. I believe it's nineteen. I have your. Pants. I have your pants. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. a great episode. That and that's the. If you go to that one, if you get through that one, and that episode is for you then that podcast is for you if that episode is not for you that podcast is not for you stop wasting your time to me language of romance can boil down just that simple too episode 84 listen to the great emu war either you're in or you're out my friends uh i'm in i like i like the guys i enjoyed them i enjoyed the show i'm gonna stay uh, interested in it and, and focused on it and uh, try to listen at, as often as i can and again kudos for two solid years of delivery it is not something that you and i could pull off uh, no, but I'm going to say,
1: so at the very beginning, you had me interested in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Then you played the first clip, and I was kind of like, cool. eh, maybe. Like, uh, I'm leaning toward the no. Uh, and now I'm not committed to subscribing to this show, but I will say from, from your view right there, uh, I will at least go and listen to The Great Emu Wars.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Episode 84 of uh, The Language of Bromance. That is definitely one that you need to check out. Let's get to a little listener feedback here, Josh, before we Ooh. get out of here. And this one is a, a podcast suggestion roundup. From time to time in our Facebook group, I go in and I say, hey, here's the latest show that I've found that I've just fallen in love with. What's your latest favorite show? And and we get a lot of good responses there. You can join the Facebook group, by the way. Facebook, Ooh, are you
1: going to say their shows and I get to say whether they're dumb or not?
0: I'll I'll say whether you've heard them or do you know anything about them, we'll just go through the list. And I'll try to have these in our show notes as well. Uh, But you can find us at facebook.com slash groups slash always listening pod. Uh, add yourself there as a member. It is a closed group, but I'll add you as soon as I get the notification from you. That's just to keep out spammers. And uh, we have great discussions there, like this one. So, I posted this. I said, what's your latest favorite show that you've fallen in love with? Elena says, Thinking Sideways. This is the podcast that got me into podcasts. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard of Never heard of it. Me neither. Uh, interesting show. Peter C. Hayward, uh, He. we just talked about him recently with uh, the uh, Being Honest With My Ex. He says he's fallen in love with the Beef and Dairy network <laughs> are you familiar with this okay so it's a max fun show oh i don't want to listen to it already it's a fictional show that seems to be about beef and dairy like they talk about you know i don't know pig bellies or whatever port uh, pork bellies pork i love yeah, pork bellies. They, they they talk about uh, you know the, like the prices of commodities it is a the beef and dairy network i don't know i have to tell Their you ads I'm, are very funny
1: I, I run hot and cold on the smodcast network shows uh, and uh, Max Fun shows.
0: I think like it's, I just feel like I I think sometimes you overdose. Yes, uh, that's your problem. Yes, that most is what it is. Most people don't mainline it like you. do. I mean, you you doing that high level uh, black tar heroin? You know, man. I'm, I'm like, I got to put this. I got to <laughs> detox, bro. <laughs> so so Peter says. Uh, not only does he love the Beef and Dairy Network, but he wishes that it would update daily. That's how much he loves it. Uh, Amanda uh, Amanda Sponstra says, "I love another round. I'm gonna be. We're gonna be reviewing that soon." Uh, I'm going to be covering another round in uh, about a month or so. Uh, did you listen to their talk at Podcast Movement this year? Not only did I see their talk, uh, they they gave a great keynote. They also were members of a panel called Podcast Therapy. Uh, I believe it was like Thursday evening. And I got to ask them a question. They helped me understand uh, how to work out my relationship with my father a little bit better. The short uh, version of that uh, advice is whip a baby at him. I'm...
1: Going to say that recently I went to um, a thing for the arts in town Mm -hmm. and you did a piece –
0: uh, and I would disagree that you understand how to deal with your father. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. All right. Uh, so that is Amanda's. She says uh, check out uh, uh, another round. She says also that she's fallen in love with still buffering. Speaking of the Max Fun Network, that's a show from Sydney McElroy, uh, wife of Justin McElroy. No, nope. will not and listen her younger to sister. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
1: were you're, you're. You're. I'm McElroy'd out. I
0: can't. Fully there's no
1: McElroy'd there's, out. I like. You know how people like. Oh, you have a certain amount of heartbeats in your life. Yes. I feel like everybody does have a certain amount of McIlroy in their
0: life. (laughs) And you've gotten all yours? I have gotten all of my McIlroy. All right. This one comes from uh, Sean Hiniger himself. Uh, Sean, one of the hosts of uh, The Language of Bromance. He says, Man afraid of everything. A podcast about a guy that spends the first half talking himself out of doing something he's afraid of, and the second half is about what went wrong when he did it. Um, Man man Afraid of Everything.
1: That that sounds very much like, uh, what was it, Oh No,
0: Ross and Carrie? Mm, yeah, actually. Uh, yeah, that was the one where they did. They went and um, did the thing and then yeah, talked they did about everything. it. Yeah, yeah. yes. did uh, These, though, very, very good, very unique. The episodes are about 15 minutes each. I like oh, shows. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I'm going to check that one out. Put that one on the list, regardless. <laughs> right, right. Amanda joins back in to, to add, my dad wrote a porno. Have you heard of this show? No. Okay, so this the host of the show, I just heard it mentioned at Podcast Movement, and I heard like a 15-second clip played from it. That's all I know about it. So I may be getting some of the details wrong here, Amanda. I'm sorry if I am, but the show is called My Dad Wrote a Porno. The host of this podcast is apparently like a radio guy or a podcaster himself already. He was before this show began. He discovered that his father had, in secret, written a pornographic novel, and he is on the podcast reading it a chapter at a time and discussing it with his friends is uh it's terrible it is the worst pornography ever written it's amazing
1: you know who i'd want to listen to that episode that that show who and
0: hear their thoughts on it
1: uh peter hayward
0: oh yeah i didn't even think about the connection there yeah no he he mentioned that uh, that he would uh he would like to to or he enjoys that show as well uh all right of of course he listens to it of course he does ty says Ty, ty cedars uh jumps in he says he recently just picked up five new podcasts he's not sure that he can pick one out of that group to say gun to my head though i'll go with politically reactive that sounds like a you show i agree his second show close second the Sewers of Paris with Matt Baum. That sounds like a me show. Doesn't it, though? I yeah. thought it was like some for you, some for me. A little this, So thank you there for that, Ty. Uh, Troy Heinrichs jumps in to say the Mr. Robot O podcast. Mr. Oh, Robot what? O. Is it a Mr. Robot podcast like... About the show, yes. Oh! You watch that show, don't you? Yeah, yes, See, I do not watch Mr. Robot, so that's, that's a little something for you. He says he also, uh, th- that's the name of the show. There is a Facebook group, though, called Mr. Robot Podcast Arcade. That's where all the discussions take place there. Uh, and then Mike Moody jumps in to say... He's really enjoying Keeping It 1600. It's a light and fun podcast that goes deep into U.S. politics. So this is one that I just added myself. Keeping It 1600 is from the Ringer uh, Network, Bill Simmons' new group. That sounds like it could be an us podcast. So this is an interesting one because it's two guys that used to work for President Obama – Uh, They were speechwriters, I believe, or, or, you know, like junior staff members or something. And uh, one of them is named John Favreau, actually. Not that John Favreau. I really thought it was at first. I was like, hey, they got Favreau to do a a politics podcast. That's awesome. It's not that John Favreau. Uh, But it is a good podcast, keeping it 1600. I've been listening to that one regularly. Uh, Mark Bologna jumps in to add off camera with Sam Jones. I'm not the biggest movie fan, but he is such a great interviewer. I've learned a lot about his subjects. Uh, but also about the art of the interview. Have you heard that one? Uh, no,
1: but I I enjoy Inside the Actor Studio. So if it's something like that,
0: uh, it could be down my alley. I have I have definitely found I found many good behind the scenes Hollywood podcasts. Dude, that do you
1: know enjoy. how hard it is? To, no, I disagree, man. It is hard to find a good movie podcast. Very hard because it seems like. It seems like movies tend to be something that that people who want to start a podcast are like, oh, I like movies. Yeah. So does everybody else. So unless you got something interesting to say, unless you have a unique take, unless Unless you're you're going to put a spin on it, I don't want to hear it. Do not do that podcast. You're wasting your time. More importantly, you're wasting your listeners' time. And Most likely your listeners are your friends because your podcast sucks, bro. And I'm tired of hearing crappy movie podcast. I'm sick of it because here's the deal. We have podcasts that we keep up with that we're subscribed to. We also have podcasts that are our assignments on our desk that we have to listen to and get done. And in the middle of all that, we're constantly looking and searching for new podcasts. Yes. That part
0: is miserable. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not always miserable. It is often miserable though. It, there Dude. Is, there's is nothing worse. There's nothing worse than getting like 25 minutes deep into an episode and realizing this is 25 minutes of completely wasted. The only thing that I know now that I didn't know 25 minutes ago is I'll never listen to this podcast again. And that happens to me Dude, more Dude, it's not that it's more not, often see, than I want to I don't even get. like
1: I have to listen to two episodes. Have to because I'm like, everybody has an off day. This, everybody has their their worst podcast. Everybody sure. has one. Maybe that happened to be the one I listened to first. So then I have to go and listen to round number two. <sighs>
0: And on that note, let's give you one more good suggestion. This is a, a podcast that somebody loves, not one that they uh, are, are struggling through. Bonnie Mann joins the conversation on our Facebook group to say, More Perfect. That's her new favorite show. It's a limited series from the Radio Lab folks about the U.S. Supreme Court. I love all of the new political podcasts that have come out because it's election season. That sounds like a you podcast. Right? Isn't that right up yeah. my alley too? Yeah. No, I'm very excited about that one. I've I've, I've already told you and we've reviewed Presidential. Uh, I've gotten way into Congressional Dish over the last year or so with Jen Briney. You still uh, listen to Decode DC? I, no, I've sort of backed off of Decode DC because I don't know anybody that's involved in the production of that one and I don't think it's as well done as some of the other politics shows that I listen to. So the combination of those two, like even if Jen's had a down week and I didn't think she was killing it week to week, I know her now, so I'm going to listen to her show probably. Uh, presidential, I love the information that they're bringing week, and week in and week out and week in and week out. I'm sold on that one. And then there's shows like this, the, the uh, A More Perfect Union. That's right up my alley to, to, to really jump in and focus on the Supreme Court. I'm excited about what they're doing. I love this political stuff. I'm going to be sad when election season gets here and, and it's over and all these podcasts go away. You know what my favorite— Part of election season is? The end of it? No. <laughs> Which part?
1: Is I know I can escape and not listen to all that mumbo jumbo, who's lying to me now, Bull crap. Oh, I'm going to make the budget better. No, I'm going to make the budget better. No, you're both not going to make the budget better. And the plans that you're putting out there are ridiculous. So instead, I get to escape
0: to the Olympics, bro, every four years. It's like they did it on purpose. You know, I hadn't thought about that, but they do align nicely, don't they? Uh, here's something else that you can escape to. You can abs- uh, escape to alwayslisteningpod.com slash shop. And you know what you can do there, Josh?
1: Buy stuff. That's
0: yes, right. You can buy a sticker. You can buy an Always Listening sticker, and we will send it right to you uh, along with a uh, handwritten note from uh, yours truly's. Uh, you could do that right now at alwayslisteningpod slash shop. And don't forget too, you can sign up at patreon.com dot com alwayspod for not only the sticker but for t shirts and for all sorts of other rewards, including having your own review uh, yourself. Find it all Patreon.com dot slash always. Pod. Josh, you got anything to add? Nope. All right. That was our review of Language of Bromance. Coming soon to an episode of Always Listening, we'll be discussing drrr, your mom's house. Oh, I have fallen in love with your mom's house. It's it's a Josh-led episode. It's the next episode, uh, and it's coming to you ASAP in your feed. Until next time, we have been your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel, and we are Always Listening. Yeah, I know. Always Listening Podcast Reviews is a proud member of the Two Guys and a Rogue Network. You can find all our reviews, more info about the shows, and other podcasts we produce at alwayslisteningpod.com. If you love podcasts as much as we do, check out our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash alwayslisteningpod. Our theme song is Enough from Bethany Rayburn.
4: This ain't no life at all